In this week's Parsha, we begin the new Chumash, the Chumash of Shemais, which is really the Chumash of exile and redemption. Of course, it begins with the terrible exile and enslavement in Mitzrayim, in Egypt. Um, it continues with all of the wonderful miracles that led to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the Exodus, the redemption of Egypt. And it goes on to the giving of the Torah when we really became a nation. And uh, continues with the building of the Mishkan, the tabernacle for Hashem, where Hashem comes to rest His divine presence with the Jewish people. So really a tremendous chumash in every step of the way. We'll begin with one idea, and that is about, about exile, and specifically the exile of Egypt and what it means to us today. Um, the exile of Egypt, as we said, was a terrible exile with uh, tremendous atrocities um, performed against the Jewish people. One of them, perhaps one of the, the worst, which the Torah explicitly talks about, is the decree that every male child born to a Jewish person would be killed by th- being thrown into the Nile River. Paro says, Every son born should be thrown into the river and killed in that way. Obviously, um, an unimaginable atrocity. Now, the Torah doesn't say how long that decree existed, went on for, when did it stop. But the Medrash and the Gemara tell us something very interesting. That it stops when Moshe Rabbeinu himself is put into the river. We know the story. Moshe Rabbeinu is born to his mother, Yocheved, and she puts him in a little basket and puts him into the Nile River. Ultimately, he's going to be found there by Basia, the daughter of Paro, the princess, and rescued and taken to the palace, and that's where he grows up. So the Gemara tells us that once Moshe Rabbeinu was put into the river by his mother, the decree was annulled. Why? What's the connection? And the Gemara explains that really what was behind this decree of throwing them into the river? So Paro was very into the ancient Egyptians in general. Paro especially was very into black magic and the stars and fortune telling and so on and so forth. The stargazers had told him that the leader that will be born to the Jewish people, the redeemer born to the Jewish people, is going to ultimately succumb to water. That's what they saw in the stars, that he's going to die because of water. Now, really, that's something that actually happens. But many, many years later, after, you know, in the, uh, in the desert, where you have the story of Moshe Rabbeinu who hit the rock instead of spoke to the rock in order to bring out water. But the stargazers didn't get the details right. They just knew he was going to succumb to water. So they told Parai that the way for us to deal with the uh, you know, imminent threat of a redeemer for the Jewish people is by having every Jewish boy killed. And in that way, there won't be a leader to the Jewish people. And the way to have him killed is through water. And that's why you have this decree of throwing the children, the boys, into the water. Now, Yocheved, Moshe's mother, who was a prophetess, and knew this, um, figured out this way to outsmart them. And what she did is, she puts Moshe Rabbeinu into the water, in the Nile River, in a basket. Now, when this happens, the stargazers see the new message in the stars, that the Redeemer of the Jewish people has been thrown into the water. So they pass it on to Paro. Once that's passed on to Paro, Paro annuls the decree, and that's the end of the decree of the killing of every Jewish son born at that time. That's what the Gemara Medrash tell us. Again, a fascinating piece of information about the, begin- the reason for the beginning of this decree and how this decree ultimately ended through this uh, wise prophecy of Yocheved. And as, we, as we've discussed so many times, all of these stories, fascinating as they are, are deeper than just stories. They, they uh, have sim- spiritual meaning and symbolism and have powerful messages for us today. So what is this? what's the deeper story behind this story? And the Rebbe explains. The fact that the decree wasn't just to kill every Jewish child, 
every Jewish boy. But to throw them in the Nile is very imperative, very important to, to focus on over here. What was the Nile? We're told that the Egyptians served the Nile as a deity, as a god. And the reason they served it is because the Nile was the source of sustenance for Egypt. Egypt is not a place of a lot of rain. And therefore the way that the water was, that the ground, the earth was watered so that anything can grow and prosper was through the Nile. The Nile would rise up and would water the land of Egypt. So the Nile really became their source of sustenance. And therefore they served the Nile. Therefore they saw it as a god, as a deity. And, with that, and therefore what they were saying to throw all the children, all the boys into the Nile, was much more than just to kill the children. But it was to throw the Jewish people as a whole to get them involved in the Nile, in the deity of Egypt, in the service, in the God of Egypt, in the beliefs of Egypt. So there's something much greater, more symbolic here. And what does it really mean for them to be involved in this Nile or serve this Nile? For them to serve the Nile, to serve their source of sustenance, is what we would call today when one becomes enslaved by their job, enslaved by their money, enslaved by their needs, um, and therefore everything becomes surrounded by and every decision is made based on one's job and sustenance. That becomes what a person looks forward to, that becomes what a person believes in and thinks about, and is totally enslaved by, and that's what the Egyptians wanted. And they came to a Jewish people who was already in Egypt. Right, you had the Jewish people initially were in the land of, it was going to be the land of Israel. That's not like Egypt. That, there they receive their sustenance from heaven. There they receive it from the rains, and therefore there's more clear, godly intervention. So you had the Jews in Israel, and then even the ones, the initial generation who came into Egypt, Yaakov and his sons, they remembered Israel. But ultimately, now you have a generation that's born in Egypt. And here's where the Egyptians try to have them also brought into the Egyptian culture and belief and, and form of service where one serves their, their job, one serves their profession and their, their source of sustenance. And that's what the decree was about. But how is the decree annulled? By Moshe Rabbeinu. By Moshe Rabbeinu be put into the Nile. Who is Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest leader of the Jewish people ever, is called Reyenemon, the faithful shepherd. But as we learn in Hasidus, that the word faithful shepherd can also be read as the shepherd of faith. The one who shepherds our inner faith. We believe each and every one of us has a neshama that, that has faith, that believes in Hashem. But that belief can remain dormant. That relief could not express itself. Comes Moshe Rabbeinu, the ultimate tzaddik, and shepherds our faith, reveals our faith in Hashem. Revealing our faith of Hashem is the antithesis, is the opposite of serving our, our source of sustenance. We recognize, because we have belief in Hashem, and because we have faith in Hashem, that the source of our sustenance is not our job, and is not our profession, and is not even how knowledgeable we are, the source of our sustenance is Hashem Himself, and we do what we have to in order to be a vessel, to make a vessel for Hashem's blessing. So it's Moshe Rabbeinu who becomes the answer, the antidote to the decree. The decree is throw the kids into the Nile. The decree is let everyone get so involved in their sustenance that that's what consumes them. That's what, that's what entirely takes over. Comes Moshe Rabbeinu, and he says, I'm here in the Nile, and I'm here to reveal the faith that should be, that is within every one of us, and has to be revealed, and has to be shepherded, and has to be nurtured, so that we shouldn't fall to that trap of the Mitzrayim, of the Egyptians. And understanding it in this way, obviously the message is so powerful for us today as well, because this decree is so very real in our world today, when we forget our faith, 
when we start, when our faith becomes a faith in our job and in our, in our ability to sustain ourselves and to provide for ourselves and we forget that all of this is merely a vessel for Hashem's bracha and it comes through our relationship and dedication to Hashem that we become a vessel for that bracha when we're forgetful of that we have to awaken the Moshe Rabbeinu within ourselves the Moshe Rabbeinu within our neshama that shepherds, that nurtures our emunah, our faith in Hashem recognizing that that's the source of all good and of all bracha and everything else is merely a vessel for that and through doing that we remain true to our mission here in this world and don't succumb and don't become swallowed up so to speak in the denial of Egypt or the denial of the deity um, faith system of any society that we're in aside from the ways of the Torah. Have a wonderful Shabbos.